The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is August 6th, 2021, and I'm your host, William Harris, a.k.a. William is Bill. Today I will be grading the Western Conference teams on their draft selections. If you missed the last episode, go back and check that one out. I did the Eastern Conference. So today we're going to hit up on the Western Conference. So let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. First, we're going to start off with the Dallas Mavericks. But actually, we're not really going to start off with the Mavericks because they did not have a pick in this draft. (laughs) Much needed, they could have used one, but no picks in this draft because of previous trades. So, see you next year, Dallas. So, we're really going to start with the Denver Nuggets. They had pick 26 and only pick 26. They selected Nashawn Bones Highland. You know him as Bones Highland, the guard from VCU. I give that grade for Denver an A because that was the only pick and that's the player I had mocked going to them. Uh, He's a great guard out of VCU, extremely great shooter. Uh, If if there's anything he needs to work on, it's just passing, but he didn't really need to pass that much at VCU because he was the main scoring option. He reminds me of Emmanuel quickly. So to get him at 26, and that's a real need for the Nuggets. They needed three-point shooting. That's what he specializes in, and he also can run point a little bit. I think it's a great selection for Denver. Have to give him an A for that one. Next, we have one of the most interesting teams in the draft, the Golden State Warriors. They had picks 7 and 14. They had Jonathan Kaminga fall to them at 7, and they went with Moses Moody at 14, who fell to them as well. Uh, Kaminga, I had going 6 to OKC. But they went with Josh Giddy, So, I think this is a steal for Golden State. A lot of people wanted them to go with veterans. Like, well, I guess older college players. Or, you know, just trade both picks for veterans. Because the Warriors are in win-now mode. But with getting Jonathan Kaminga, I think you have someone that can secure your future. And if he does develop, you're going to have a star. A homegrown star. He might not get to that star potential until... The stars there now are too old, but it'll still be great for the team either way. And I think they can help speed up the process. For the 14th pick, Moses Moody, most people had him going 9th or 10th in this draft. So he fell to 14. He definitely probably should have went 12th also, but he went to 14. So the Warriors did pick up a guy that played in college for a year, but still super young. But when you watch his tape, he doesn't look like a young player out there. He looks like a 20-year-old, 21-year-old. Uh, great shooter. Uh, you can call him a 3 and D guy. Moses Moody, that is, we're talking about. So the Warriors got a raw player with great potential. Can do it all except for really score and shoot well. And then they got Moses Moody who can score and shoot well. But his ceiling might not be as high. But in my opinion, they nailed this draft. Only thing you can say is they have now three really good players at that position with Wiggins, Moody and Kaminga. So what are they going to do in that aspect? Because I would love for them to get Alperin Sengun, but they got probably the two best talented players with the picks they have. They're just going to have to spread the talent around. 
So definitely an A. I'll give them an A plus because that was a great draft for the Warriors. For the Houston Rockets, they had pick 2, 16, 23, 24. Now that sounds weird to you because originally they did not have pick 16. They traded in to get it. But with number 2, they took Jalen Green. A surprise to some, but that was all the talk around draft that they were going to end up be taking end up taking Jalen Green. There was a lot of talk about Evan Mobley, but they decided to go with the shooting guard that they think will be the franchise carrier for this team in the future. Uh, and he has a great chance to. Great scorer. He, Jalen Green feels himself. If he would have went to college, he would have been the number one pick in this draft. So it's a great pick for the Rockets. And clearly that kid is going to be a star if you saw his <laughs> draft day outfit. And hair. <laughs> with the 16th pick, which they did not have, they traded in from OKC with future picks. When I first heard the pick, I said, okay, they must have traded 23 and 24. No, they traded in to get the 16th pick from future picks. So they still ended up with four first-round picks this year. That's incredible. But they got Alperin Sengun. The big man fell to them. I had him mock going seventh. He's one of the. He's probably the second-best center in this draft. And to go sec, uh, 16th is incredible. And the Rockets did need a center you know they avoided with they avoided going with Evan Mobley, and they still end up getting Alperin Sengun. So I mean, these two picks alone are a plus 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 incredible. Um, with the twenty third pick, they selected Usman Garuba. I'm not a fan. In my opinion, he's a bench player. Uh, obviously, he can play defense, but I feel you can get that on the free agency wire. Why draft that in the first round? They may see some upside there, but I don't. Uh, so, uh, but if if you're worried about Alperin Sengun's defense, I guess you can have Usman Garuba to put in the game when you want to take Alperin Sengun out. So that's the only thing I can think of, and that's a pretty good mix right there. I guess you would have, and a lot of people had Usman going in the lottery, and I just did not agree with that at all either. He's a second round pick in my opinion, but for the Rockets, I think he can fit a role, and hopefully he can, you know, improve his game through experience <laughs> but he's very raw offensively i mean like no offensive game at all uh for the 24th pick they selected josh christopher the guard out of arizona state really good offensive minded guard good scorer performed great at the combine big time scorer and but with this team i don't know how many minutes he's gonna really get they're kind of loaded at the guard and small forward position so once again, you're drafting a backup, in my opinion. I think there were other ways they could have went with this route. But I do like Josh Christopher. He was probably projected in the 24 to 34 range. But I don't know how he's going to fit on your team or if he's going to get minutes. That's the only thing. But for the Jalen Green and Alperin Sengun picks alone, I have to give him an A. But I don't think you should waste first-round picks on backups. So, that's why it's not an A+, but it's a really good A for the Houston Rockets. Up next is the LA Clippers. They had pick 21, which they had originally picked 25. They traded up with the Knicks to get 21, and they selected Keon Johnson. To a lot of people, he fell in the draft. Some people had him going in the lottery. I did not at all. He's similar to Garuba in the fact that his offense is super raw. But everything else about him provides a perfect shooting guard for the most part. Athletic, 
great size, great, you know, stature. But if you watch his tape, it's like he's not polished. You see a player that's probably been playing basketball five or six years as opposed to his whole life. But he has that potential, that, you know, ceiling that everyone's looking for. And if he hits and gets that offense right, then they have a star. So I think it's well worth the risk at 21. Uh, I love that a lot better than if he would have went 8 to 12 range. So good pickup for the Clippers, especially if Kawhi Leonard's going to be out for the season. They have Keon Johnson and Brandon Boston, who we'll get to in a second. Huge potential guys that they will be able to give big minutes to and help develop. But with number 33rd pick, they selected Jason Preston, the guard out of Ohio. And like I said, at 51, Brandon Boston out of Kentucky. I love Jason Preston. In my opinion, I see big things for Jason Preston in his career. He he reminds me of LaMelo Ball mixed with a little Steph Curry, uh, mixed with a little Trey Young. I mean, this is how he looked in college in Ohio. It was his team, his conference, division, all of that. No one could stop him. He just looks a little skinny out there, but his height is good at 6'4". So, I mean, that's taller than Steph. He should be... He should be primed to have a really good career. And Brandon Boston is a super talented guard from Kentucky. Had a horrible season in Kentucky. People say Zaire Williams had a terrible season at Stanford. No, Brandon Boston had a terrible year. You go look at his tape and it's like, okay, where's the where's the good tape? None of it's really good. And in my opinion, people are saying, he should go in the first round, first round. No, no. He went 51. He should have probably went around this range at 51. But, I mean, if you went off his tape, you would say he possibly should not have been drafted. I mean, it's guys like David Duke that should have been drafted and were not. So, this is all about his potential. Like I said, same thing with Keon Johnson. Body type, size, pedigree, school he went to. Great shots. Uh, I think the Clippers took three shots in the dark. If even one of them hits, they had a great draft. And all three of these have a high, probabil- high probability of being really good so i have to give the clippers you know what i gotta give them an a that was a really good draft they had considering the picks they had up next we have to go with the los angeles lakers who had the 22nd pick in the draft but er, hit the brakes they went ahead and traded that in a package with to get to acquire russell westbrook and then later that pick was packaged again (laughs) to the pacers but the Lakers did not have a pick in this draft. They definitely could have used one, but they got the star, Russell Westbrook. Moving on to the Memphis Grizzlies, they traded up pre- prior to the draft to get that 10th pick. They had 17 originally. They ended up with the 10th one. There was a lot of talk that they were trying to get Franz Wagner. We don't know that for sure, but they selected Zaire Williams, who I mentioned earlier, the Small forward, power forward, slash shooting guard, can play multiple positions from Stanford. Really great prospect. People are down on his year, but, I mean, he looked pretty good out there to me in his highlights. He may not have had full game-to-game flow, looking like he's ready to go to the pros, but he has a prototypical size. I mean, even better than prototypical size. He's around 6'10". They thought he was 6'8", but he's 6'10 at the combine. Can shoot it well, long arms. He just guys has to put it all together in the game, and I think it's well worth it for Memphis to take that risk on someone that could be a star at 10. A lot of Memphis fans do not like that pick, but 
you know, I think you got a good one with that. And the same goes with pick 30 with Santi Aldama. I, I really like Santi Aldama. I think he's a really good player. Uh, I think <sighs> he was overdrafted more than likely. Uh, he's a 6'11", big man for Loyola. He put up huge stats at Loyola, 21-10, and 10, and he shot 37% from three. And, you know, in my opinion, he's like a young, fast Brooke Lopez, um, an athletic, more athletic. But, you know, it's just a matter of will his game translate to the league because all his film was incredible. So if you're watching that film, you would think he should go around 30. But I just wonder how he will be against NBA competition. But it's worth the risk, in my opinion. If you would have got him at 35, 40, and that would have made you happy, you just got to get over that. They got him at 30. It is what it is. Hopefully he can play and no one will care where he was selected. Next was the Minnesota Timberwolves. They did not have a pick in this draft because of previous trades. Um, the Warriors had their first pick, which would have been pick seven in a trade they got for D'Angelo Russell. So, you know, good luck next year. They, they've been involved in a lot of trade talks, so we shall see what happens with the Timberwolves. But they did pick up some good free agents. Um, McKinley Wright was one of them, really good point guard. He's just short, but I like his talent. Next was the New Orleans Pelicans. They had pick 17, as the aforementioned Memphis Grizzlies we talked about earlier, who they traded with. They selected Trey Murphy the third from Virginia and Herb Jones from Alabama. Now, Trey Murphy is a great prospect, 3 and D guy, can shoot it well, perfect fit for them. You know, a lot of talk was, would they go for the, what's his name? <laughs> the guy the Wizards picked. Um, I can't even think of his name right now. Anyway, they went with Trey Murphy because a lot of the players I think they they were looking at uh, came off the board. So Trey Murphy is going to be a perfect fit for the Pelicans. He's six nine. If they can get him some playing time, that's the only thing because they're so deep. Even though their team is not that great, uh, so. But he, with his height, I mean, he's him and Brandon Ingram on the same court at the same time is going to cause fits for teams because not only are they long, athletic, but they can score too. And Trey Murphy can spot up and shoot the three. And the guy I was talking about was Corey Kispert. I think he would have been a good fit for the Pelicans also. But Trey Murphy just as good and possibly higher potential to be in the league because it's talk of whether Corey Kispert's game will translate to the league. We're not sure. Uh, next, with their 35th pick, they selected Herb Jones for Alabama. Really good prospect. Uh, worth it with the 35th pick in the draft. Um, that I think the Pelicans had a really good draft. Um, and they should be in good shape. I mean, there's not a lot of positions they had that they needed to fill a need. So they're just going to have to see how those guys work out in training camp. So... We will see how that goes, but that was a good pick for both team for both players. I have to give them. I'll give them a B plus because I, if they would have kept the tenth pick, I wonder what they would have did with that one. So that was an interesting thing, but we shall see. And um, next is the Oklahoma City Thunder, the team of the night. Uh -huh. They had pick number six. Uh, 16, which they traded, 18, 32, and 55. But number six, they went with Josh Giddy. Shocked everyone that they went with Josh Giddy at number six. 
Um, so including myself, but that was interesting. <laughs> um, he's the point guard, six eight from Australia. Will he? Will his game be able to translate? I'm not sure. We will have to see. I didn't think he should have been drafted this high. He averaged 11, 7, and 7 over there. But he's super young. But those numbers, I would think, would be lesser <laughs> in America. But we shall see. But uh, a lot of people think he is LaMelo Ball without the offense. I'm not sure. But they seem to be, so that's all that matters. <laughs> Next, they went with Trey Mann at 18. Really good point guard. Uh, but like I said, they just took... Josh Giddy. so why did they take Trey Mann? So I'm not sure if they know what they're doing besides just trying to take all the talent they can. Uh, I actually had Trey Mann mocked at 16. Uh, well, pretty much my 16th best prospect, and he ended up going 18, so that's good value. Um, I see Trey Mann being like DeJounte Murray in the future, but did he go to the right team? I don't think so. So hopefully... Golden State won't just turn him out and, you know, waste his time, basically. We shall see. Um, Jeremiah Robinson Earl was their next selection. Really good player. He should fit a role. Uh, with this team, the way they ran out players last year, who knows how things are going to work. But if he gets minutes, he should be able to produce. Um, and their last pick was Aaron Wiggins, who I love, uh, the 6'6 guard out of Maryland. It's no way in my mind he should have went 55, but he did. But super smooth uh, shooting guard, very skilled player. If he doesn't make this team, he'll make some other team. Uh, I love Wiggins, but okay, see, it's just full of guys that are 21 years old, basically. So that's going to be very interesting. Next is the Phoenix Suns. They had the 29th pick. They traded out of it. Very interesting. I think they should have kept that pick. But, you know, they ended up getting a player that can play for them right now in Landry Shamit. So you can't hate on them for that. You know, they're trying to win the championship now. And to keep Chris Paul there, they want to make a win-now move. And so that's not a bad thing to do. Up next is the Portland Trailblazers. They had pick 43. Because they had a trade, originally they had no picks in this draft. But... Um, they ended up trading in to get Greg Brown, the forward from Texas. And I think that's a really good value because he's a really good power forward. Uh, he had to split minutes in Texas because they had three big men. and uh, But he's a good shooter, vicious dunker, really good defender. I believe the Blazers needed a power forward. So if he's going to get minutes on his team, that's a really good fit. Uh, up next was the Sacramento Kings. They had the ninth pick. And the 39th pick, they shocked everyone going with Davion Mitchell, the outstanding guard from Baylor. I love his game. I love his potential. I hate the fit with Sacramento. Uh, if And for the grade for the Blazers, by the way, I have to give them a B because, I mean, that's, that's a good pick. They, they traded in, got a guy that could have much higher potential than going 43. But, yes, back to Davion Mitchell. Love his potential. Great player. I mean, if he turns into Donovan Mitchell, it doesn't matter what team he's on. But will being on the Kings hurt his uh, potential, his, his development? Because they have the two other guards in De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton. So it's going to be hard to see those three play together. And if you have Davion coming off the bench, it's not a good idea to take the ninth player in the draft to be a bench player. So hate the fit. Uh, 
for the 39th pick, they picked Namias Keita, the center from Utah State. A really good center from Utah State. It was just whether his level of competition was so bad that he looked so good or if he's really just that good. So that's something they had to do in their, uh, you know, scouting, all that stuff. So, But I think he'll be a well-worthy pick for them. They needed a center. Uh, he's a tremendous blocker and a good post passer. Can even hit the elbow jumper. I'd say give him some time, you know, because they brought in Tristan Thompson but what's that doing for you? So we'll see if they resign Rashawn Holmes. And that, and by the time you hear this, if they have, Kata's going to be l very limited minutes-wise. But if they don't, uh, he could be a sleeper in drafts and, and you know, fantasy drafts. Um, but for the Kings, I'll still give them a B. Because, like I said, if Davion Mitchell turns into Donovan Mitchell, which I see a lot in his game, it doesn't matter that they have three guards. That's going to be a great backcourt. I mean, tremendous. But is are they going to be able to guard anyone? How is that going to flow? We don't know yet. But Davion Mitchell is a super talented player. Nemi Escada is a great potential player. I have to give them a B-. minus. Next is the San Antonio Spurs. They had the 12th pick in the draft and the 41st pick in the draft. They selected Josh Primo, the guard out of Alabama that shocked everyone biggest shock in the draft um but there's been a lot of talk about intel that was going around that a lot of other teams were very interested in josh primo because of his potential so it was okc uh, a couple other teams in there that were like hmm you know we might get this guy at 10 11 12 13 14 15 so the spurs looked crazy because he's not been mocked this high by anyone but if they feel the talent is here, you don't play around with trading around and all that stuff. You go ahead and get your guy. And he's a super talented player, 6'6". And he's a great uh, knockdown three-point shooter. And he's 18, barely 18. So he has time to develop into something special with the Spurs. You know, they have DeMar DeRozan uh, as a free agent. Lonnie Walker's not long for this team. So a slot will open up for him and he should be a productive player for the Spurs and hopefully he can turn into a star. And with the 41st pick, they selected Joe Weiskamp. Tremendous shooter, one of the best shooters in the draft. Him and Corey Kispert are arguably the best two and they got him at 41, so he'll fit a role perfectly. Uh, he possibly can be Duncan Robinson and to get that at 41, that's incredible. So a lot of people wanted the Spurs to go in a different direction, but I do think after further thought and deliberation the draft was pretty good so i have to give them a b minus more than likely because there still was a ton of talent that was arguably better than josh primo at that moment you know there was moses moody there was chris duarte if they wanted to go that route <clears throat> a lot of good talent still on their board Corey kispert would have been a good fit for the spurs but i do like the fit with josh primo i think he will have a good upside this is one that we will see in the future. They made the right pick. And for the last team, we have the Utah Jazz. They originally had pick 30. Traded out of that and with uh, Memphis and ended up getting pick 40 and future stuff. <laughs> Don't remember what they really got right now, but they got something else. Um, <clears throat> probably a future second. They selected Jared Butler, the guard from Baylor. It is ridiculous to me that Jared Baylor 
Jared Butler fell to pick 40. Utah originally had pick 30. If he they would have picked him there, that would have been a steal. So for him to fall to 40, and they still get the guy that I think they should have took at 30, who I hadn't mocked at 30, <laughs> that is tremendous. That's an A+. Plus. Uh, a lot, I think a lot of people were scared about Jared Butler's heart condition, which the NBA almost held him out of the league, basically. But he was cleared. Uh, so he played three years in Baylor, fine. Uh, and they knew about his condition. Now the NBA knows, I would assume. And I we, we pray and hope that everything works out great for Jared Butler. And as long as his health is great, they have a steal of a, uh, of a pick. And he'll be their future point guard, starting point guard of the future. He easily was a top 20 guy with no heart condition. So to get him at 40, there's nothing you can say but A++++. So that that um, sums up, you know, finalizes my Eastern Conference, Western Conference grades of this 2021 draft. Uh, I wasn't really too hard on anyone because it was so much talent in this draft. You really can't give anyone an F or a D because even if they bombed on one pick, they they nailed it somewhere else. So I think this draft is full of potential, so much fun. Loved every minute of it. Now we just got to see these guys play in the summer league and see if our trades and if who's smarter, the mock draft guys or the real GM. So we shall see. But thank you all for listening to the All Rookie Podcast. Like, rate, subscribe. Give me a five-star review if you would do so. I would love you so much. Thank you all for listening. Have a good one. I'm out of here. Peace. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.